10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ah, uh, what y'all know about that? Okay, okay. See, I picked that for a certain reason. I mean, we were supposed to have Mr. Finance on. Don't look like it's coming in good. Come on, Kinky, get it together. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we were supposed to have Mr. Finance on today, but due to the weather, we had to change it to next week. So everybody that wants to get on and listen about how to deal with your finances, he will be on next week once he get a flight out of Miami. <laughs> so you see what he was doing. He's supposed to be back in the north dealing with the snowstorm that, uh, I don't know, that came across. It really didn't do anything. But, of course, they canceled a lot of airline flights, including... You know, a lot of people that I know got stuck down in the South. <laughs> so good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tori Wiley, the professor of 18 Wheels. And I have my favorite co-host on this MLK holiday. Give it up for Lamont. I know. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, you see, know what? See, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's right? not even what happened. This is really like, see, <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. I, what I was, what, no, what I was doing, I was pausing for the Cowboys. Oh Lord, see, he's so he's so worried about the Cowboys. Let's do this. Let's do this over again. Give it up. <laughs> give it up for Lamont. Yeah, boy. Shanita. Hey y'all. And Reedy Reed. What's up, people? Reedy Reed. Reedy Reed. I love saying Reed name. Reedy Reed. Reedy Reed. Okay, me not sure. He got you on that one. <laughs> Reedy Reed. How y'all doing on this MLK holiday? Anything special y'all do? Did y'all watch that MLK movie that I used to watch? Movie was fifteen in black and white. Did y'all take a look at that? Nah, I was at work today. That's how I uh, spent my MLK day. Mm -hmm. you know? I know Martin wouldn't probably like that, but you know, Martin wasn't paying my bills today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, Martin was the man, you know. So if it wasn't for Martin Luther King, we wouldn't be where we at to this day. We wouldn't be able to be on this podcast right now, talking about talking raw and uncut. You know, I have a dream. You know, so you know we give it out to Martin Luther King for making things happen for us. I mean, he's the reason why we can choose to get in the front and the back of the bus. Why is it? Why is it though they fought so hard to get out the back of the bus and we still go back to, to the back of the bus? You know what? <laughs> some, some things just don't change. I'm sitting right there in the handicap seats. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm one. I, I like to go to the back of the bus. I'm sorry, I don't like sitting in the front of the bus because I don't trust the truck, the bus driver, Lamont. <laughs> I don't trust the bus driver. <laughs> I don't want to be the one that's flying across the window, the things of that nature. When they hit the brakes, you know. So I always, when I get on the bus, I go to the back. You know, it just look more comfortable in the back for some odd reason. 
Mm. But you can get your ass beat in the back and nobody can't see you. Yeah. They fought so hard for us not to be able to drink out of the same water fountain. And nobody drinks out of water fountains anymore. You know? You're going to get lead poisoning. I ain't drinking out of water fountain. I'm sorry. I see people at the gym and they go fill up their bottles, you know, you know, water bottles up. I'm not doing all that. I'm at least buy a bottle of water. I don't even like drinking out the faucet. Unless it's in Florida. Florida has some good... Tap no, water. Cut they it. have good tap cut water. They have some of the best tap water. Cut you can look it up. It's a research. They have some of the best tap water. You know, check it out. Now in Maryland and DC, Virginia, or Baltimore, I would never <laughs> drink out of out of the tap. Y'all well, drink I the tap? One time, Maryland had pretty good tap water too, because it was in one of those top ten listings. Now I don't know now, but I know when I first moved into my house, I I looked it up. Hmm. That's interesting. They were even selling water bottles with the crab on it. Mm-hmm. For real? Yeah. How they were doing? That's exactly what they were doing. How did y'all make out in that snowstorm? You know that hit. You know. How did that uh, work? Out? Let me tell you. I got to watch it. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't out there. <laughs> nope. It, 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 it didn't do too much. Mm. I was. I say. I wasn't. Uh, wasn't I was disappointed. I thought I was gonna stay home today. <laughs> uh, I thought I was gonna be home on MLK Day, me, him. I wanted to watch the movies. I actually told the missus, I said, you know, how about you get the girls up, have them watch the movie, and at the end of the movie, to make sure they're paying attention, ask them facts about the movie. Hmm. Well it was MLK that she stayed in the bed. Well that's you supposed to do. I mean I observe MLK for the company, but a lot of other companies don't observe. I mean, like the bigger companies, they don't consider this as a holiday. They just consider this another day. So what's going to happen when Juneteenth come around? Because a lot of companies didn't observe Juneteenth last year. It's a holiday now this year. It's a holiday now, and it started last year, but they didn't observe it. So what's going to happen this year? Are they going to observe it? Or are they going to play it out? It's a national holiday now. Well, we'll see. Because honestly, I'm going to tell you about Juneteenth. I never knew anything about Juneteenth until I got older. Never was taught about it. My mom, we weren't taught about that when we was in school. Was it? No. Nah, we, were, we weren't taught nah. a lot of things in school. We learned yeah. a whole lot of things now. A lot of things. So So stay woke. Yeah. Stay woke, my brother. And there's more things to come, you know. Power, my brother. MLK, he let us know what was going on. You know, you know all MLK, Jesse Jackson... Uh, what's the other reverend name? Uh, Al Sharpton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Head, big body. Yeah, he done lost a lot of weight. He he really look like a pimp right now. What? No, nah, he don't like no pimp. Oh, he pimping. Let's <laughs> say get them checks. That's what he doing. Oh yeah, he definitely. Yeah. Checks. So you know, I want everybody to give it up to my co-host again. Let's go. Let's do this again on the MLK. All right. Let's give it up to Lamont. Yeah, boy. And Shanita Boo is back. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. And Reedy Reed. What's up, peoples? Yeah. I don't think our Pooski Rose got it together today. What's going on? I think she got too many uh, hot dogs coming her way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, as everybody know, the topic of the day has changed because 
Mr. Finance got stuck in inclement weather, so he will be on next week. So today we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about do you trust your significant other when they're out on the road? Now, a lot of people have say, let's go back to talk about the dating. So we're just going to keep it simple. Do you trust your significant other, your friend, or being on the road? I mean, I don't think it's just about being on the road. I think it's more just in any industry. You deal with about the airline industry. It's just a person that's away from home. Do you trust that person out there? Do you think they're going to be out here doing Because it's... It's so much out here than it used to be. You got online dating. You got all of the temptations in the world when you used to have. When I came up in the game, I think if I would have had all this technology that they had back in the day, I I probably have been married three times by now. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to talk about the sports. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say, you know. I you know, my cowboys, what I can say about them is that they show up during the regular season, but when it's down to get nitty and gritty and the playoffs, they choke. So yes, the Cowboys did choke. They didn't play the 49ers this season. They was not prepared, you know, to, to, the 49ers play outstanding defense. The Cowboys was not able to run the score up like they normally do, and they shut them down. So, of course, Lamar has the sports of the week. He's going to enjoy this. So, take it over, driver. <laughs> yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what time it is. It was a wild card winning weekend, but we also had losers. First up, the Eagles took on the Bucks. The Eagles, 15. The Bucks, 31. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts, he was 23 of 45, 258 yards, one TD, and two interceptions. He also had eight curves of 39 yards on the ground. Dallas, Godot, six receptions, 92 yards. And also, you had Kenneth Gainwell. He had five receptions, 49 yards with one TD. But they were playing the man, the man with the plan. I call him the GOAT, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, he was 29-37, 271 yards with two TDs. Gio Bernard, he had 13 curries, 49 yards with one TD. Mike Evans, he was out there catching everything but COVID. He had nine receptions, 117 yards with one TD. (laughs) Gronk Gronkowski, he had five receptions, 31 yards, and one TD. And in the end, the Bucks overrides the Eagles. It sucks to be Jalen Hurts right now. Next game, the Patriots took on the Bills. And you know they say, no one circles the wagons like them Buffalo Bills. 17-47, Bills. But the Patriots, Mac Jones, he was 24-36. 232 yards with two TDs and two interceptions. Kendrick Bourne, he had seven receptions, 77 yards with two TDs. But like I said, the Buffalo Bills, Josh, the man, Allen, he was 21 of 25, 208 yards with five TDs. Delvin Singletary, he had 16 receptions, I mean 16 curves, 81 yards with 
two TDs. Dawson Knox, five receptions, 89 yards with two TDs. And the Bills circle the Patriots with 47 big ones. Next game, the Raiders took on the Bengals. The Raiders, 19. The Bengals, 26. The Raiders, Dirk Carr. He was 29 of 54. 210 yards with one TD and one interception. Josh Jacobs on the ground. He had 13 carries, 83 yards. Dern Waller, he had seven receptions, 76 yards with no TD. But give it up to the Bengals, Joe, the Van Burrow. Joe Burrow, he was hurt last year. This year, he isn't hurt. He's hurting feelings. Joe Burrow, he has 24-34, 244 yards with two TDs. Joe Mixon, 17 carries, 48 yards on the ground. Jamar Chase, he had nine receptions, 116 yards. And then they end, the Cats took care of business. 26 pick ones. Next game. Oh my gosh. Say it ain't so. The 49ers took on the Cowboys. The 49ers, 23. The Cowboys, 17. Man, Jimmy G. Garoppolo did his thing. He was 16 and 25. 172 yards, no TDs, one interception. Eli Mitchell on the ground, 27 carries, 96 yards, one TD. Brandon Oyoik, he had five receptions, 66 yards. But let's talk about the elephant in the room. Oh, Dak Prescott, mm. he was 23 of 43, 254 yards with one TD. See, where have you been? All your life, Elliot. He's stealing right now. Sick Elliot, he's one of the highest paid running backs, and right now he is just stealing. He had 12 carries with 31 yards, and of course, no TDs. Amari Cooper, he had 60 receptions, 64 yards, and one TD. Man, what does that star stand for? I don't know if it's a rating. I don't know the check mark, mm-hmm. but right now we know one thing. Dak Prescott, get your pillow and join the rest of us. Yeah, and- I see he's enjoying this. <laughs> he's enjoying this. <laughs> also, the Steelers took on the Chiefs, and the Chiefs handled their business 21-42. These are my picks for next week's game, one game tonight. You have the cards, take on the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. The Bengals are take on the Titans. I'm going with the Bengals. The Niners, who defeated the Cowboys, will face against the Pack. They're not going to go on this one. I'm going with the Pack. And the Bills will take on the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. And in the NBA, it's the NBA. And you know what it was? It's MLK. If you don't know what that stands for, that's Martin Luther King. But in basketball, you got to do your own thing. And the Pelicans took on the Celtics, 92-104. to 104. Celts, Brandon Ingram, he had 15 points, 6 assists with 10 rebounds. Valanciunas, he had 22 points, 4 assists, and 14 rebounds. And you know what that's called, y'all? That's called a double-double. You had Josh Hart, he had 13 points, 4 assists, and 9 rebounds. But talk about the green machine. Jason Tatum, he had 27 points, 3 assists, and 8 rebounds. Dennis Schroeder, he had 23 points, 
nine assists. He was just getting it done with five rebounds. And then you had the awesome one, Jalen Brown. He had 23 points, two assists, and eight rebounds. And the Celtics handled their business on MLK Day. Next game, the Hornets took on the Knicks. The Hornets, Miles Bridges, 38 assists with five rebounds of 12 and 11 assists. You know, it was like a, one of those games where the Hornets just leaped on them like 10 spots because the score was 97 to 87. Then you had Scary Terry, Terry Rozier. He had 22 points, seven assists with six rebounds. Gordon Hayward, 16 points, four assists with two rebounds. The Knicks, R.J. Bird trying to get it done. He had 18 points, five assists with 12 rebounds. And what is that, y'all? That's a double-double. And you had Julius Randle. He also had a double-double. Mm-hmm. He had 18 points, three assists with 10 rebounds. Emmanuel quickly wasn't quick enough. He had 12 points, seven assists, three rebounds. And again, the Hornets cash out, 97. The Bulls took on the Grizzlies. The Bulls, 106. The Grizzlies, 119. DeMar DeRozan, he had 24 points, five assists with zero rebounds. Kobe White, he had 16 points, five assists, six rebounds. Nick Vucevic, he had seven points, three assists with 10 rebounds. Talk about this kid, I can't say much more about him. John Morant of the Memphis Grizzlies, he had 25 points, three assists with four rebounds. Devin Bain, he had 25 points, four assists with three rebounds. And then you also had Jaron Jackson Jr., 14 points, zero assists, but he did get five rebounds. Next game, the Wiz kids took on the 76ers. That's the Wizards taking it on the Sixers. That's 98, 117, the Wiz kids. Joel Embiid of the Sixers. He had 32 points, one assist, eight rebounds. Tyrone Maxey, he had 18 points, three rebounds, and four assists. The Wizards. Kyle Kuzma, I'm really glad he got out of L.A. He had 15 points, 4 assists, 16 rebounds. And y'all know what that was? Should I say it? I'm not going to say it. You know what it was. Double-double. KCP, 14 points, 1 assist, 3 rebounds. Bradley Bill, good to see you back. He had 13 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. And that's how they did it. And here goes my picks for tonight's games. The Bucks will take on the Hornets. I'm going to take on the Hawks. I'm going with the Bucks. The Blazers will take on the Magic. I'm going with the Blazers. The Lakers will take on the Jazz. This is going to be a close one, but you know I'm going with my boys, the Lake Show. Suns will take on the Spurs. I'm going with the Suns. And these are Lamont's NBA Picks Plays of the Week. And until we meet again, Cowboys, we'll see ya. We love to get a shout out to the Cowboys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I really liked that he was catching everything but COVID. I was like, okay. Yeah, we know it. We knew this was going to happen, so you know, we. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the L for now. You know, yeah. Do, do y'all play this weekend too? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> hey. Don't answer. I guess y'all be next to us, though. You know what I'm saying? Real <laughs> Bubby watching the same other teams on the couch. Hey, we both on the couch, huh? <laughs> So guess what? We got Shanita back in the queue. Mm-hmm. So Shanita, what's that rant, Ray? Give the crowd what's been going on since you've been chilling on this MLK holiday. 
Chillin'. You know, let me give you a little something, something, you know. Uh, time to reflect this name. Uh, in my sitting in the back, thinking about life, I said, you know what? I can't do a right rage no more. I think mm. I need to bring a, a more positive vibe to the to the shop, you know? Because mm. it, it get a little funky in here. Let's go back forth about the days going on in life. So let's just, let's bring some positivity to that piece. So if I need you, somebody else that need, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Positivity, positivity. Yeah. So going forward, I feel like I like to give facts and pointers on various genres of our, of our lives. So I want us to learn to prosper abundantly. So with that being said, my segment is going to be called One Time for Your Mind. Y'all like that. Yeah, I know you. One time like for your mind. One time, one time for your mind. mind. <laughs> That's like one of those things I used to smoke back in the day, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. So, in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day, I'm going to give you all a few facts mm-hmm. that you may or may not have known. Mm. So, we're going to start with this one. Martin Luther King, his name was actually Michael. He was born, Martin, I mean, Michael King Jr. on January 15, 1929. His father, a pastor of, F- and I'm sorry, y'all, Ebenezer. Ebenezer Baptist Church, went to Germany and became inspired by the Pro- Protestant, Ref- I can't even get that out, Reformation leader, Martin Luther. So mm-hmm. as a result, his father changed his name when he was five years old. Martin Luther King Jr. Mm, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. Mm. yeah, see, that's all. Yeah, I, was I like, just oh. one time for my mind. I just learned some one new time shit. Time for your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, your head. Yeah, no Did you also know that he was a gifted student? He skipped grades nine and twelve and enrolled in 1944 to Morehouse College. Mm. Yes, he did. God damn. So he went to school. He was he went to college when he was 15. God damn. Ow. And last but not least, so Dr. King's speech that he did, I Have a Dream, was actually foretold his death. What you feel, what you think about, he knew it was coming. You know what I'm saying? With all the things that he was out here doing to, 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 to further move our black people forward, he knew somebody was going to come for him. Yeah, so, he knew. So if you think about the different uh parts of his speech which was like i've seen the promise line you know and i may not get there with you but i want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land and i'm happy tonight i'm not worried about anything i'm not fearing any name my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the lord so it's saying that he knew it was gonna happen mm-hmm. it wasn't a surprise to him and i mean in history it had to happen for other things to move forward and to come to fruition so mm-hmm. that's for you, Dr. King. Mm-hmm. I didn't know uh, Martin Luther King was so close to Aretha Franklin. Have y'all watched the um, that show Respect, the the, the movie Respect with uh, what's the girl? Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson, man, she played a good part in that. I didn't know Aretha Franklin was dealing with so much of uh, alcoholism. You know, she was a she was a alcoholic for real, but her and Martin Luther King were very close. You know, so 
you know, the things that we were raised on, we didn't know those things. Like, I'm talking about, like, he was like an uncle to her, you know? And um, watch the movie Respect, you know? You will learn a lot more about Martin Luther King and a lot more about the Queen of Soul, you know? Those are things that they should push more, you know, because we're coming up to Black History Month. So I just hope that they push a lot of knowledge to people who don't know about um, our culture, you know? I, you know, you see a lot of people, you know, even, you know, when I'm in South Florida, you know, they don't know. They, they think it's cool to say the N-word, you know. I don't know if y'all saw the Kevin Hart movie, you know, how he elaborated on a guy that thought that saying the N-word was a joke, you know, and he put him on blast. What was that movie? True Story? Y'all oh, seen yeah, True, True Story? Story. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the guy was mad, but he didn't understand from Kevin Hart's point of view, if somebody come up to you in a joke and, and, and he's of, of a different race and he just come up in, 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 you're going to look at it like, are you serious? And if, if Lamont or you, you come up to it and say it, then it's a different story. You know, we, we like, oh, okay, we get you, you know? So I think people, before they start going, going that route, they need to pay attention to how to come and talk to us and thinking that it is not cool to say the n-word to us you know, you know what though check you know what though now i've come across people who like a different ethnicity they were maybe uh black not black uh maybe uh hispanic or maybe a uh, caucasian but where they from they may have been raised around black people in the black culture so one time i say yo what's up my nigga i'm like what the you know what i'm saying but and hit where he from that's what's that's what's that's what's up so you mm-hmm. like ho 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 you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it kind of throw you off but he's when he when he leave you he's gonna say it more times than nothing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i don't know because nobody didn't check him where he was from or it's just that that's and where he at that's the culture of it like you know it's 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 cool for uh a hispanic come up pull up on a black man and say hey what's up mate you know what i'm saying so it's like the same thing i looked i i took it as kind of a slight but i was like hold on i don't mm. know where, i don't know where he's from yeah do you think we are ever gonna get out of this racist era i mean it's do you think it's better now than before or is it worse because it looks like we still it looks like we're still in the same era it's just in a just in a different year but is it better now than it was when my luther king was living well Hmm. i I would say it's better to a certain degree because it's still racism out here believe that you know what i'm saying they just do it in different ways like uh, they use the jail. The jails is nothing but really a way for you to do free labor, same mm-hmm. way they was doing back then in the slave days. So it's like, okay, I, I got these rules, and if you break them, guess what? I'm putting you back in slavery anyway. That's true. So yeah. Well, Shanita, go ahead. And now this is a topic that we're going to definitely touch base on. A lot of people have wanted me to touch base on racism in the industry, but as uh-huh. we know everyone that's on this podcast this is a touchy subject 
So me and my team, we have to sit back and evaluate what we say and how we're going to present this on our platforms because we have a lot of touchy people and we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings when it comes to racism. So we will touch base on it. Oh, well. But we just we just want to take our time with it because it's a lot of racism in the, in the CDL industry, a, a lot, you know? And it's something that we definitely need to touch base on, you know, for as gender-wise, you know, um, a lot of people being discriminated because of their gender, their race, their religion, all of those natures. And it's been going on for years. It's just like in any other industry, you know? So we will touch base on this, but we're going to end this rant and raid. What is it called now, Shanita? What we call it now? One time for your mind. One time for your mind. So mm-hmm. we're going to end this one time for your mind. <laughs> hey, y'all. This is your girl, Riri, from 18 Wheels. And I guess tonight we're going to discuss a little bit of... Um, are you insecure with your spouse being out on the road? Are you sure within yourself that that, that person, your significant other, is going to do the right thing? Mm. Let's have a talk about it. Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Rhea, you sounding all sexy and shit. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody have a time. They're like, God damn, we're earning that. like, yeah, baby. God, I hear you out there over there. I'm waiting. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah that is a good question so honestly everybody i know you know ones the ones that are in relationships we all hear a lot from other people i hear all the time what are the biggest problems do you think that people have in relationships of just i guess being away from each other let's just not even bring in the road let's just being away from each other what is the problem? Always trust. It's I, I trust. Think, I think it's too much time. They figure it's twenty-four hours in a day, and you've been gone for a long time. And they think it to themselves. It don't take that long to have fun, if you know what I mean. So he can easily slid one in. It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> but I, okay, it's too many people on the ground. I I don't like someone underneath me twenty-four-seven. You know. So when you're married and you. Do you get, I don't want to put it out there, but I think some people might get tired of just being underneath somebody 24-7, or do you have your special place that you go when you're, when you're away from your, your significant other? Like the basement. Some people don't have that luxury. What if you live in a one-bedroom apartment with one bathroom? You're going to see this person all day long. Do you get tired of them? Do you think that is a problem? Because some people move in with people too fast and they don't get to learn them. You know, you You have to learn a person before you move in that house with them. Because when you live underneath that roof with somebody, it's a totally different story. You know, so ladies, what do y'all think about that? Well, I haven't had the whole luxury of living with somebody, so. Mm-hmm. I really can't speak on that part of it because I've been having a good old time just being out here, you know, talking to people, getting to know people, date people, and things like that. That was like the funnest thing about being a truck driver, you mm-hmm. know, 
meeting people and meeting a lot of people different times because this person is up from this time to that time and that person up this time to this time. I'll stay on my phone. Like, my Bluetooth was stuck in my head. Like, mm. so, so you're a meter? Huh? I said, so you're a meter? A reader? A meter. You like to meet people? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think about that, Ree? I mean, I, I, I like, I like the comfort of a woman for a certain amount of time. But after a while, I like my own space. I don't know if it's just because I've been to myself so long. You know, sometimes just like my own space, I can think and I'm not distracted. You know, that's how I come up with all these ideas for us. You know, because being alone. So, what about you guys? How do y'all think when you got somebody that's constantly around you all the time? Well, I go to work at what three in the morning. Well, I supposed to be at three, and I get off at five, maybe sooner. And Aaron goes in about eight, and he get home about seven. For a while, I was sleeping. He got home, but however, Aaron and I used to work together. We used to ride to work together. We used to come home in the evening. We would do our grocery shopping on Friday together. We had the mm-hmm. same days off together. We so. He now nah, I would I would lie if I say he he didn't get on my he get on my goddamn nerves I get on his <laughs> but we don't go to bed mad at each other at night I feel like as two people we just really enjoy each other's company you know what I mean like we do dumb shit together like we got this little dumb thing when we make up the bed we throw the covers up say remember when you was five years old you might be throw the covers up and the covers are laying mm-hmm. like we old and we do dumb stuff like that. So I think that to be around somebody, they really got to be your friend. Like a lot of times I'd be like, I have to tell him, all right, I need you to go in friend mode because some shit you just can't tell your husband. If they the mindset not in friend mode, you know what I mean? Stuff about other people. But then, you know, I think we're more on friend mode most of the time than we are on, oh, that's my husband. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? See, that's true um, love. That's true yeah. love right there. Lamont, what's something that, you know, when you're around your significant other, you know, does she get on your nerve when you, do you, do you get on her nerves? Do she, when you ready, does she stick a hot dog around you? Or what, what, I mean, <laughs> what, 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 what makes y'all work, you know? Well, Take, well I know um, we, we work pretty good, you know, and um, for the most part, when we do go places, sometimes we might be in the grocery store, and we might have a little uh, uh, disagreement. I'm not going to say uh, a disagreement. And she's like, oh, I ain't going to talk to you no more. I ain't going to talk to you no more. I ain't talking to you more either. And then, you know, we'll get in the car, start talking again, and then we'll realize who was wrong or what were, both, what were both wrong. And for the most part, you know, we come to an agreement and be like, oh, it's childish anyway. Mm-hmm. But, but I'll, I'll say this, you know, being with a person and knowing your significant others, that's, 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 that's what it's all about. That's a plus, you, you know. know. Most people, don't, most people they don't know who they with because they mm-hmm. haven't met the person who they with yet because the person still has a guard up or a shield up. And you're not going to know that person. That's why it's not good to move in with a person until the time is right. Because mm-hmm. you ain't that's meeting that's real what you said because you said having your guard up you gotta know that person in their vulnerable state in order for y'all to make it you know what I mean and you gotta know that person in their crazy state 
just to know how crazy they gonna get yeah yeah that's right so how do you trust somebody these days in time with all of the social media the 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 online dating the how how it's different from when we when we came up you know what i mean like we used to court women and y'all used to court men meet each other at the grocery store hey can i get your number call you you know y'all would fake not call a guy for two days and play that <laughs> game like y'all ain't gonna give it up but y'all know y'all gonna give it up but now you just can go on to whatever dial, dial your boo, man boo, 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 and <laughs> boo, shit. Right. i got five women right now pick my choice so how do you know these days like how can you wean out the few it's, it's it, you know just knock the bad bunch I, out I, to get to the good ones i think what it really would boils down to is that as 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 men and females it's all about trust and you gotta know who you are yourself uh, am i a cheater am i a person who's gonna go out in here and commit these extra due diligence deeds Mm-hmm. You know, because you get lonely and you can go in the store, like you said, to the store and a woman can catch your eye. And the thing about a woman, a woman already know what she got plans to do with you off the break. Yeah. You, you know, know what, too? I feel like if a woman is with somebody and he fills her love cup up and he got that mind, because you got to have a woman mind. I think that he good. Like, if he, he challenges her mind, he makes her think. And, and you know what I mean? That, Mental that, stimulation. That, yes. Mm-hmm. That's really, I, for most women. I yeah. feel like that's important. You know what I mean? Like, oh, all right, I like him even when he's looking ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I don't, and I, I could be wrong, and there's some men, but I think some men like to, um, that looks good. I just mm. want, I just want, you know, because I feel like a man can do you and don't yeah. really want to be with you. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. just something for him to do. Yeah, I, like, a, like a hobby. I got yeah. one for y'all. I got a good one for y'all. Okay. Can you love more than one person at a time? Mm. Yeah. My face crunched up like. I know. Can you love more than one woman at a time, or can you love more than one man at a time? I had this conversation with a me, good me friend of says, mine. Yes, you can. Yes. Preston says, yes, you can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you know? I'm say, I guess it depends on the person. Uh, I always I feel like they love things about people. What you think, hmm? Shanita? I think that you can fall in love with different things about people. If that would make you like I love the way he does this so I like going out with him and I love our conversation I you know I think it's different things that you love about people when you're mm-hmm. in date you know what I'm saying but if you're focusing yeah. on trying to have that one guy you need him to love at least you you need to love at least seven out of his ten things you know what I'm saying in order for y'all to survive that's true and what's the wow. most important thing for you what 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 because you know what means the world for me the little things means everything to me than the big things you know like if i can big things only come around once in a in a blue moon but the little things is every freaking day in and out up and down you know what i mean and if the, i can't survive the little things we can't make mm-hmm. how do you know if you love somebody these days <laughs> well, what is it the difference from these days to back in the day because it's different we're we working with a totally different breed of Adults but did love these ever days. 
It has now. It's too many variables in place. I think love these days is like it's like missing money. How many? How much you're buying for me? But some women like, oh, love. he loves. That's not love. But some, but that's some people, love. in our eyes, we notice that that's not love. But in this this younger generation, they feel that's love. I talk, I talk to them all the time. They feel that's love. Us in our generation, we like, man, ain't no love. She just materialistic. Oh, he's materialistic. I, so listen to me. When you say that, are you talking to somebody younger? Because like, if you're talking to somebody younger, that's what they see. But if you're talking about somebody that got a little, a couple scrapes on their knees, a little, a couple battle wounds, a couple broken hearts, and they know that at the end of the day, this motherfucker broke down and can't be shifting this up. I'm mm-hmm. wiping his ass because I love him. Yeah, but so, uh, like I no, say, it's so many traits. I was watching this video today, and, and this girl that was on the Breakfast Club, and she said she could never be with any man that worked a nine to five. What's wrong with a man that works a nine to five? So what she want a street they guy? They the best motherfuckers. <laughs> no, she want a guy that go can go out and I guess start his start a business and oh, go out there and get that quad. But what's wrong with a guy that? that want to just stick to his comfort level he's making good money he got good credit and he worked he got a good home car but just because he's not that guy that's out there he works a nine to five what's the problem with that this is well, the probably, younger generation i, I, I guess of, the, the main thing is what does she do well she getting money she like, seriously table. like she getting money like for real i forgot her name but she get money but she just said she can't date a guy that's a nine to five and the reason why is because it's not it's not because he it's an that it's just that she needs somebody that's gonna go out and get that bag. Well when he come along is when he come along because they kind of few and far in between. And especially yeah. they they if she might be exuding gold dicker type of a vibe, she ain't gonna get what she wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully so, she got her ducks in order, you know, while she it's not of a man. It sounds like she like a guy that's driven. But I mean, you have a nine to five guy that's driven as hell. Yeah, you know cause he I mean? could be a he could be an overtime and pumping. But that's hey, the thing. I it's was what? a nine to five guy. Like punch that clock, get that money, go home. You know. And it so. might be something of important to a nine to five guy. Like I, I'm gonna just nine to five when I get off. I want I want leave all this shit here. I, when I go home, I want to focus on my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe his family may be his motivation. You know what I mean? It just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, because sometimes you can get a job. Everybody needs something different. You can get a job too much of your time, and then you'll lose what's called family. You'll lose what's called family. Absolutely, Lamar. Absolutely. So what would you rather have, a woman or a man that punch a clock nine to five? I'm not saying anybody, but nine to five, or someone who's a go-getter and goes for what? their dream is would you ever stop a, your significant other girlfriend boyfriend or whatever from going to get their dream but you're scared for them to take that risk because going after your dream is a lot of risk and some people don't want that because they're so comfortable with what they have you know so i feel like you know it's nothing wrong with being a go-getter and when you're going out there and taking that risk and I'm getting ready to do a double-edged sword, but you know, like you could be comfortable with what you have, but if you go out there and be that go-getter, you could have more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Hmm. 
that's an interesting topic. Man, I, you know, some people are in that boat. You know, when times get rough, you're not supposed to give up on your dream. You know, I was in that situation. You know, when you when times got rough in the industry, then boom, go back to being comfortable. You know, but when you don't, when you know that's not you, and you know where you want to be at. Some people give up on their dream. I know a lot of guys that gave up on their dream because happy wife, happy life. So that's where a lot of conflict comes in between two couples. You know, you got this one that wants the happy wife, happy life, but you got this one that wants to go and their dream is bigger. But, so but how, I, how do they come together? How do y'all come together on that? Oh, that's funny because you know what? That's... When we first bought our truck, I was dead set against it. Oh, no, we got all these damn kids. Because you remind me, when Aaron had three kids and I had three kids, so we were combined family. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we need to buy this truck. We need to do this. And he was looking at it as a whole as getting us ahead. And I was sitting there like, we're doing too good with both of these paychecks we're getting right now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, one of your paychecks is going to food. And the other one is trying to pay the rest of these bills. So I wasn't failing. I was like, oh, but, you know, I was like, all right, you know what? But, you know, for me, it takes a while for me to, you got to tell me stuff. I got to let it marinate in my brain. And I'm like, okay. And he just went out and we did it. And it was scary because, you know, I felt like we weren't really prepared for it. But we just jumped out there and did it. And we just rolled with it. And, I mean, we had a whole lot of downs. And we had some ups, you know what I mean? We and y'all it out. still to go. Now, I'm going to ask each and every one of y'all this same question. And I want a truthful answer from all three of y'all. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to start with you, Shanita. Okay. Well, uh, I ain't going to start with you, Shanita. <laughs> I'm going to start with you, Re. So, what made you fall in love with your significant other than your past relationship? What was, What made him make you fall in love with you knew he was the one mm. oh, so yeah. this is um because <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's i mean so, we're getting close to valentine's day so i'm just i'm just setting the mood for the next three weeks <laughs> it, was a, it, it was it was a little more complex for us so me and Aaron both have been married before and we have both been married um the same amount of times I'll just say that and um, we both have been through some really rough relationships mm-hmm. really really rough relationships like we I, I, yeah I think we both were um, married to she devil and he devil before nah I know that feeling so <laughs> I think, yeah I think we both had like we had a serious conversation. It was a conversation where we just kind of pretty much just, like I said, sometimes you got to be vulnerable with a person and just lay all your stuff out there and know what you wasn't going to deal with before, what you have dealt with before and what you're never going to deal with again. Mm-hmm. And when we matched our cards up, they was all aligned perfectly, you know, if, if that's a such thing. And... I trusted him. It was something about him that gave me a different kind of trust that I hadn't seen in a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I just let myself be vulnerable and I said, I'm just going to step out here and um, see what happened. And it's been good ever since. 
Oh, Lamont, let's see you can top that, brother. Hey, <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at each other. Clear his throat. Whoa, whoa, was the question again? The question, <laughs> see, look at it. The question is what made you fall in love with your spouse? And what set them different from your past relationships? Okay. Well, me and my wife, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, I met my wife probably when I was probably like, uh, I want to say 12, 13. Met at El Union Station. And, Union you know, Station. And nice. we always, you know, talk. You know, off and on, and then we stopped talking. You know, mm-hmm. like the I don't know. And then you know, years later, I would always see her running to him. Like, hey, 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 she might have been with someone that time. I was probably once at the time. We just speaking was cordial. You know, I didn't try to say give me your number because I already knew a number for some odd reason. Her number never changed. I always knew the number. You know, mm-hmm. so I could just call anytime. You know, mm-hmm. sort of like an open door. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and then, you know, when things really got rocky on my end, you know, I ran into her one more time. And, you know, then one day I called her up and then we got on the phone. We were rapping, you know, and next thing I know, uh, I said, uh, let's go out. And uh, I thought she was trying to throw me off for a minute because every time I talking about let's go out, she would give me an excuse. But it was just her job. She was just busy. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I wasn't understanding business. Like, well, she was trying to throw me off. She ain't trying to get with a dude like me. You know, <laughs> and we went out to the movies, and you know, things progressed. We was, you know, she was coming over, you know, at my apartment called the Spot. You know, mm-hmm. she was, you know, coming over there. And I remember that spot. To the, going, to the, going to the movies, and you know, things was just—it was moving in a great direction. You know, and I just remember that one day we was uh in an intimate setting and next thing I know I said hey let's get married you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. but that wasn't when we got married but that was just when we knew that you know things was going in the right direction you know yeah. and sometimes things get rocky like a road but you know you gotta hold on to what you love and uh we still together no oh oh <laughs> Now it comes down to you, Shane, because it's, it's, it's now and now. <laughs> it's now and now. But you're not married, so, you know, what's the difference between who you date to what you date in the past that makes them better than the rest? Well, it's, it has to be significant, considering I haven't been in a meaningful, quote-unquote, She's going to give her rendition of her relationship, and I'm going to give her <laughs> rendition of her relationship right after she gets finished. I'm going to let y'all know what I knew that Stevie Steve was the one. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> All right, well, hey, I haven't been in a meaningful relationship in about 15 years, you know? So I'm dating, I'm having fun, talking here, talking there, but when I met him, it was like, it was almost like a love at first sight, because, you know, just like men, women visual too. And I, he just had the key had the package. It just looked like it. he looked. He, huh. But then you know deeper. When you when I get to know him, like, oh man, he got a kind heart, but on the outside, he don't look like that. You know? He 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 was a genuine person. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, I talked to him, and, and he he had his little tidbits, you know, getting little information, he had little information there, like damn, I didn't know that. Okay. 
of women. He he's smart. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had a little weirdness about him. You know, everything. When when you like everything about a person, it got to be something there. You know. And then he real confident with how he hold himself. And then when it come to me and even my kids, he helpful. You know what I'm saying? He talk to him. He he he. He'll do too much. He do just enough. That I'd be like, you know what? I appreciate that. That you know the concern that you have. And and when I'm not a, I can't say the the best person to get along with. Sometimes sometimes I can be a little bit stubborn. Mm. He give what's me your what's your sign? He give me a little uplifting. I'm Aries. Oh, that's why. God damn. <laughs> fire sign on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he can be uplifting. I just, it's just, it's him. It's him. He grounds you. What's his sign? Uh, what was it? Aquarius? No, I'm sorry. Oh. Pisces. Pisces. Oh, lordy. <laughs> back to back. Yeah, I know a few Pisces, you know. They some good people. Yeah, he Pisces. So what he does, he grounds you. You know what I mean? Because you the fire. Bah. Yeah, I'm the exciting one. But he, yeah. he takes everything you know, you know water put out fire, okay. right? Yeah, I know. Is that a water sign or is that an earth sign? Pisces. Yeah. They're fish. That's yeah. a water sign. It's a water sign. They're a thing. Yeah, damn. That's why I said water put out um, fire. Mm-mm. Yeah, y'all got some interesting stories. Y'all making me taking notes. I'm over here taking notes on this stuff, you know? I like the way, you know, y'all talk about y'all relationships and how things going because Valentine's Day is coming. You know, so we're going to make sure that we get that rose up and ready February 1st for the 14th so y'all can get your orders <laughs> in and y'all can that be rose. using that rose on y'all significant <laughs> other. Mm. Lamar, how, how, you know, you ordered that. You, you never gave us any more insight. Like, Man, all uh, good in the hood? <laughs> everything's, everything's great. Everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, y'all ladies know what y'all will be getting. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, my anniversary is coming up this weekend, so I'm. Just, oh, it is. Oh, you get your roll early. I know. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, you know, y'all might as well shit one over here to me. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we got to tell uh, Kinky Rose to put the order in, send it, send it over. Like she sent everything else over, so I'm sure you'll be happy with that rose. You know. So I want to wish everybody a happy. MLK Day, and I want to make sure that y'all go and follow the www.18wheels1.com. You see, my co hosts are doing very hard on what they do, and soon we will be featured in Voyager Magazine. So check us out, read the article that I wrote on my podcast guests, and check out the pictures, you know, and Post them on your stories and give us a shout out when you can, you know. And next week we will have Mr. Finance on. Of course, the weather changed our plans. So we want to make sure that y'all tune in next week to listen to Mr. Finance. So you can learn about you buying that $120,000 truck. Now, Re, I did do the research on that Tesla truck and it's still the same price. You know how I, yes, it's still the same price, but the deposit has gone up to twenty thousand now. Mm. So you got to put five thousand dollars you book, and in three days you got to come with a fifteen thousand dollar wire if you want to get it 
on reserve. That still don't mean you got the truck. Mm. That so just wait a minute. What if you don't get it? They give you your money back? I didn't read the fine line, but don't sound oh like they God. do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a lot of money so, that's a lot of money to be losing. So if you guys are interested and y'all want to dabble into the new era and get you a Tesla truck, just make sure you got at least 200,000 stacks ready to buy that Tesla truck whenever it's going to be ready because they've been promoting this truck since 2017 mm. and it's 2022. So now we need to figure that out, you know? So uh, this was a great podcast. I, what's the what's one thing that y'all would say to y'all significant other live on the air right now? Happy anniversary, baby! Oh, Lamar, uh, what did you say to your wife right now on this podcast? Is my dinner ready? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you ain't getting no dinner, brother. <laughs> That's funny. Shanita, what would you say to your significant? I know. I spot, see you yeah. later. So we can come get uh-oh. some. Uh oh. Uh oh. Tenet went She said, "Come get some." Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all living the life. I'm going to be like that one day again. Soon. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, that Kinky, Kinky Rose. Rose. We need that music, <laughs> Kinky Rose, because we're going to have a little celebration for MLK, y'all. So let's. You know, under oh, oh, oh Kiki, 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 Kiki. That is not M- MLK. Oh no, that's not even me. About the that's not like Toy Hat Dog. That is not MLK. We gonna get shot to hell playing that type of music. You but know? the trick for the You know, there you go. So everybody that knows about MLK, we want hold up. <laughs> okay, Kinky, that's not MLK. I could vibe with You know, but we're we going to vibe with this. But everybody, let's sing happy birthday to MLK because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here doing what we do best living life. Two step for the MLK. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Oh, you. Birthday. Oh. Happy birthday. There you go, hey. Lamar. Hmm. Hey. Happy birthday. Now get, 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 get. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I want to thank everybody for coming on to the 18 Wheels MLK podcast. Lamont can't sing the shit, but we're going to go out with that. We're going to go out with that. And we will see you guys on Monday. See y'all. Bye.